The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 283. I hope that you guys are doing very well today. If you are struggling though with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website at robertjamescoaching.com and there you can book that free session directly. Or if you prefer, uh, you can leave me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about... um, what I believe is a really helpful thing to do uh, whenever you find yourself struggling with, uh, with OCD, perhaps you've made a mistake, perhaps you've got stuck in the old rumination trap, perhaps you feel like the OCD's really got out of hand today and you're looking for something to try to help you to come back to the present, to come back to the moment, to, to accept things again and to kind of get yourself back on track. Uh, and so today I'm going to be talking about uh, how to do that. Um, if you find the podcast helpful, um, it would be great if you could actually subscribe to the podcast. Um, it's pretty easy to do. And, and in fact, if you wanted to do it right now, <laughs> you could. You could easily just uh, press subscribe and that would be amazing because you would then be subscribed. Um, yeah, if you would like to do that, then I would much appreciate it. Um, also, if you would like to follow on uh, on Instagram, you can. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. So uh, many thanks, guys. And uh, as always, if you have any questions about anything I speak about today, please do let me know. And off we go. I wanted to start today with a quote by Arthur H. Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. Um, and this is a really uh, helpful quote, I think, when it comes to, to OCD, because so often when we do get stuck, when we do make a mistake, uh, we tend to catastrophize. And this is very, very common with OCD. Um, you know, we will start that rumination process because, um, you know, maybe an old... Uh, obsession that we thought that we'd actually dealt with comes back to the surface and really starts to annoy us again Um, you know or or perhaps you know you've been doing much better and you've managed to go a few days without really uh, getting too stuck with the OCD and then suddenly from nowhere uh, something pops up and it's really strong and you think oh no I've gone back to I've gone back to square one but the truth is that we never do go back to square one what really happens is that the inner critic takes over um, and it starts to to tell you this really negative story about everything. And before we know what's going on, we've forgotten about all the progress that perhaps that we'd, uh, we'd been making 
um, you know, maybe you'd actually really come on and uh, learn how to manage the rumination better. You know, you've been spending less time uh, stuck on your thoughts and more time actually engaged with your values and living your life and doing positive things. But then, you know, you get this big kind of setback or this, you know, you get lost in your thoughts again. And and that's it. We get really angry and uh, and upset with ourselves. Um, and we tend to, to only kind of focus on, you know, the current problem. Um, you know, so that one obsession that, that has come in and, and, and is causing you so much, uh, so much pain and, and anxiety is kind of the only thing you're able to think about. You're not able to, 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 to look out uh, and, and see the bigger view, the bigger picture. You're only able in that moment to focus on, on that problem. And, you know, we come up with a million reasons for, for why now we're really stuck and now we can never really get out of this and we're always going to be stuck with this. And, you know, that catastrophizing that I was talking about uh, at the start is, you know, it really is very problematic for people with OCD. We are very good at catastrophizing and, and telling ourselves that now this has happened, we're always going to be struggling with this and it's always going to be bad. Um, and, and when this kind of thing happens, you know, we've got to learn to, to number one, to kind of recognize um, when, when this kind of thing has happened. Because, you know, when you are on this journey of dealing with OCD better, you are going to begin to have, you know, a day where or two or maybe a week where things do improve and you start to get your confidence back and you start realizing, okay, I do have more control than I thought over my situation. But it is painful uh, and all the more painful because you do make that progress when OCD sneaks back in a little bit and, and reminds you that it's still there in the background it can be really frustrating and easy, uh, very easy to get caught up uh, in this kind of negativity. Um, and this is why I think this quote by uh, Arthur Aish is, is so great, because, you know, he says, start where you are. And um, I really like that advice. Um, <clears throat> really, it's, um, it's an incredibly compassionate, self-compassionate uh, self -compassionate thing to say to recognize, you know, that actually you've got caught up in perfectionism. Um, you know, you really do want to to deal with your OCD better, but perhaps it's not going to be, you know, perfect. It's going to be a bit of a journey. There's going to be ups and downs. There's there's going to be uh, struggles. And we know that this this path to, to learning to get over OCD is not linear. And, you know, when we demand this perfection from ourselves, really what we're, we're doing is kind of the opposite of self-compassion. But when we say, okay, I'm just going to recognize that actually what I have to do is just start where I am. Whenever I have a setback, whenever I make a mistake, whenever the OCD starts winning again, at some point I've just got to recognize what's, what's, what's happened and to kind of make a stand and say, okay, I've, I've messed up a little bit. I've, I've got caught out by the OCD. I've started to listen to the story again. Um, I've got lost in the rumination. But now I'm, I've recognized that. Well, what can I do? 
you know i i can i can start afresh right now and i can actually bring the first thing actually that you need to do is to bring this self-compassion to recognize your mistake to recognize that it's okay that you're allowed to make mistakes that actually you know we're all going to make mistakes um in in all areas of life but with with ocd in particular because ocd is is something that is a kind of habit of mind and if you've been doing it for a long time then you know it's very easy to fall back into it even if you've managed to to kind of improve um that doesn't mean that we don't have hope of course we always have hope with ocd because we can learn new habits and we can begin to forget those old habits and the more that you practice you know the easier it is to not pay attention to to ocd so much to to actually keep yourself more focused on your values and uh, more positive and helpful things rather than these uh, negative nagging obsessions that we so so often get caught up in so the first step is to recognize I'm going to start where I am I'm going to be compassionate with myself I'm going to recognize that it's okay that I've messed up that I've made a mistake um, you know in fact perhaps that had to happen because it's part of this process of you learning how to manage the OCD uh, you know more effectively um so you know we can't change what has already happened it's happened we can't change who we are uh you know we're somebody uh, we're people who who struggle with ocd and anxiety and that's okay uh, it doesn't mean that you're always going to be struggling with that as i just mentioned you know you can learn how to manage this much better and therefore you know there's definitely hope for the future um and I think the, the the kind of final thing to say there with that is that we also have to recognize that we can't just get rid of OCD overnight. That, you know, it is about learning new strategies and habits that, that will change things over time. But if we put ourselves under pressure uh, for things to be different right now, right this second, um, you know, then we're not we're not kind of accepting where we are and starting where we are. So that's important as well. Um, so something else that I think, uh, we, we need to focus then on is once you've, once you've kind of recognized, uh, where you are and that you've made this mistake is, you know, to look at the next part of the quote, which is to use what you have. Now, fortunately, um, you know, if you have taken action with your OCD, if you have been learning about, uh, ACT, for example, or you have been doing exposure work, if you've been learning how to tune into uh, your emotions on a more regular basis and, and to try to meditate on the, the feelings that you have in your body, what you're doing is you, you, you're actually developing uh, a tool set to deal with OCD. And the more that you work on these things and the more you develop those, those skills, um, you know, the more, the more tools you're going to have and, you know, despite what OCD throws at you, and uh, unfortunately, it does tend to throw things uh, at us a lot, particularly, actually, when we start to to have some improvement, as I was kind of mentioning earlier, those are some of the times when OCD can actually uh, get a little bit stronger is when you do start to improve, you do start to make some progress, you're not paying attention so much to the obsessions. Um, 
OCD doesn't like that. That's a threat to it. And so what it might do in that situation is your uh, your unconscious mind might start to throw up even more obsessions, even more intrusive thoughts, even more things to try to to catch you to try to catch you out. That doesn't mean that you're on the, that you're on the wrong path or that you're doing things incorrectly. Uh, it simply means that perhaps you know you are doing things correctly. And, you know, your your brain is a bit confused because it's expecting you to do things in, in the old way, the old unhelpful way. You're doing things a bit differently. So if that does happen to you, you know, try not to get annoyed or beat yourself up about that. But recognize that actually, perhaps that's a sign that you're on the right path. and You just need to keep persevering. Um, and then, you know, using those skills that you actually have. So keep focusing on some of the, you know, the different topics that we have discussed on this podcast or, you know, the, th- the work that you're doing with, uh, with your therapist or coach to help you to develop diffusion skills, to be more in the present, meditations, all of these things are things that you can use to help you. Uh, and then actually do make sure the final, the final part of the quote is, you know, do what you can actually do really apply those skills and take action. Um, When we do take action on a regular basis, even if that's just a little bit each day, um, it doesn't, you don't have to take huge action in order to to deal with OCD. If you have had a setback and you're frustrated about it, um, you know, a compassionate thing to do is just to recognize, okay, what are, you know, a few things or one thing that I can do today that's going to get me moving again, that's going to get me feeling a bit more positive again after this setback. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could just be a small thing like going for a run, doing some exercise if that's something that helps you, Uh, doing a meditation, actually going and doing something, you know, that that gives you a sense of uh, that you're leaning into your discomfort again, doing something that perhaps you've been uh, avoiding. Whatever it is, just do something small, um, you know, and maybe it's related to the skills that you've been working on, but it will give you that sense that you're moving forward again. Try to remember that mistakes are going to happen. Um, The important thing is how we respond to those mistakes. Do we uh, get stuck in frustration and anger and self-loathing or do we recognize it and try, try to start afresh as soon as we can and take some positive action that will get us moving in the right direction again. Letting go of uh, mistakes then in, in this way is really, you know, uh, an incredible act of self-compassion and, and trust. The more we trust and open ourselves up to uncertainty, anxiety and these other you know difficult things that that uh, relate to OCD generally speaking you know the easier it's going to be to to manage in the long run if you're a spiritual or religious person perhaps when you can when when you do have a setback of of some type uh, with OCD you can try to get in touch with with that and try to you know to recognize that perhaps um, you know, perhaps the universe or perhaps God or however you you make sense of, of these things. Perhaps it does have your back and, you know, this, this setback that you've experienced, maybe it's something that you needed to experience. It's part of your uh, development. 
Now that can be very hard to to swallow sometimes uh, when struggling with OCD, and I know how difficult it can be. Um, but generally speaking, when um, when I try to look at things from that perspective of you know having more gratitude for challenges and setbacks that come along with OCD, almost saying you know thank you for this difficult experience rather than why do I have to have this experience things do begin to change and things do begin to open up. Now, if you're not a spiritual person, it may be more difficult uh, to, to do that, of course, you know, to feel uh, a sense that life maybe has your back in some small way. Um, you know, so if that's more challenging for you, then, you know, of course, you don't you don't have to do that. But if you can find a way to, to reflect on, you know, how does life um, seem to support you? You know, what what things are you actually really grateful for? Generally speaking, I find that gratitude is a great way to to increase uh, this ability to notice, you know, the the positive things in life and how life actually, um, you know, despite all the challenges that we might be experiencing, you know, we we are actually supported in, in many ways during this lifetime as well. So even if you're coming at it from a more secular perspective, you know, getting in touch with gratitude in that way might be a helpful way for you to develop this more trusting and compassionate mindset. So there we go, guys. Really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group or anywhere else online or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.